0: Welcome to the ADHD Open Space Podcast. My name is Gray Miller, and I will be your host and facilitator as we explore ideas, workarounds, accommodations, and other aspects of being a professional adult with ADHD. Most of this will come from my perspective as a cis white male in his mid-50s, living in the Midwest who found out a year ago, that I've been living with ADHD my entire life. I am not an expert on ADHD, except maybe in not knowing I've had it for half a century and somehow still getting by. But I promise to cite my sources or at least admit when I'm repeating something I read on the interwebs. If I say anything you don't agree with, you're welcome to call me on it and let me know. This podcast is also part of the lead-up into the first ADHD Open Space happening in Madison, Wisconsin, on January 20th, 2024. You can learn more about that event both here in the show and at the website ADHDopen.space. The first 30 episodes of this podcast are also being released as part of National Podcast Post Na Pod NAPODPOMO. That means things might get a little rough, but it's going to be fun. Kind of like ADHD, right? Enjoy the show. How Timo can help you manage your time and relieve anxiety. And the one annoying little bug I wish they'd fix. Now, when I first published this on Medium several months ago, uh, that was the subheading. Uh, and now I have to say, I think they may have fixed it. I'm in the process of testing it, but we'll we'll alter this particular article a bit as we go. So this is a review of a, art, of a app that is specifically designed for helping people with ADHD. And it starts out with a screenshot of this app It's a very beautiful, simplistic thing. It simply says magic desk time, which is what I would do is I would have my magic desk time from 6 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. And it showed a little circle with kind of a progress bar going around the edge and in the center was a pen because Magic Desk Time is when I would write. And at the bottom, it had a little pause button and a little thing that said there were six minutes left. I actually took that screenshot just before I finished writing this article. So raise your hands if any of these phrases sound familiar. Oh, God, it started five minutes ago. Wait, that was today? This is taking forever. How could it not be over yet? Well, I guess I'm just going to be late again. Wait, wait, what was it? What was it i supposed to be doing now? Now, if your hand is still down, this article in this podcast is not for you. You can go back to reading How to Enjoy Your Perfectly Manageable Schedule or How to Let People Without an Unfailingly Accurate Internal Clock Know How Much You Pity Them or whatever it is that people like you read. On the other hand, that one that is raised, you may be like me and have a condition called time blindness. Now, you can read the science on it if you want. There are links in the show notes. But the, uh, you know, there's too much. Let me sum up is that it makes it difficult to sense the passage of time. A lot of people use the analogy of color blindness. You know that there are, you know, if you have color blindness that there are red and green flowers because everyone around you says there are. But you can't sense it yourself. Unfortunately, this does not manifest as a zen-like existence because you and I live in a world where clocks rule everywhere around us. Instead, it looks like fatigue and stress for trying to compensate, dozens of apps and productivity systems tried and abandoned, unreliability because of missed or late appointments, rushed days berating myself for being unable to keep to my schedule, a lifetime of feeling like I was feeling at a really basic skill that everybody else could do, while the people in authority kept telling me that I just needed to do better. Which is kind of like telling a colorblind person to just look harder. Now, the good news is that once I realized time blindness was a thing that I had, I was able to start intentionally finding ways to scaffold by sense of time, externalize it. There's a reason that there are large clocks prominent in most rooms of my house. Mm, edit, there are no longer large clocks prominent in most rooms of my house. I changed that. And why I have a collection of timers sitting on my desk. Change that too, actually. I did have a collection of timers. I now only have uh, one, two, three, four, five. Now I only have five. That's because I'm counting all of my Apple devices. But out of all those things, nothing has been as useful as one particular app. Enter Timo. my time wingman. Timeo, by the way, is spelled T-I-I-M-O. Now, Timo was originally developed by two researchers, Melissa Wurtzizari and Hélène Lassen-Norlem, in order to, quote, support neurodivergent youth at school. Now the app was simply a tool for their research, but it proved so useful to the subjects of the study that they didn't want to stop using it when the research was done. As they said, it solved a problem that existing apps did not. Now I have a link to the Timo app again in the show notes, and uh, I will say there is no affiliation with them. Um, They are not sponsoring this in any way. Doubt they are even aware of me, even though I'm one of their paying customers. Now, TimeO is basically a visual calendar and a timer built into one. Now, it has different interfaces, depending on whether you're looking at your entire day, the what's happening now, or looking at it on your phone. There are also complications on your Apple phone. And usually the way I would do it is I would build my schedule in the morning using the phone and then uh, integrate the complication into my watch face and then get a reminder. So... If it sounds kind of like any other scheduling app, yeah, that makes sense. Um, You can set up repeating events, like my magic desk time was one or letting the dog out. You can also set these by duration or by time of day. All of it's pretty standard calendar stuff. You can even set up routines. For example, I have a morning routine that consists of reading and then doing a little yoga and then watching TV with my partner while we have coffee. Uh, and then getting ready for work and things like that. So there is also a visual element to it. And this is something that definitely appeals to me. Um, you can set an icon icon. <laughs> That's the new apple ice cream. No, you can set an icon or you can upload your own picture and you can use a specific color. For example, I tend to use green for my day job, blue for my side gig and orange for personal events. And while you can sync it with your calendar, I prefer not to. You see, the act of manually entering in every appointment in my day provides a check-in moment. It lets me ask myself, did I give myself travel time? Did I double book myself? Is this something that I really want to spend time on? Is there something I forgot that I really, really do need to spend time on? Is there something that I thought needed time that actually doesn't? And have I severely overestimated the number of things I can spend time on, whether they need it or not? Entering my schedule into Timo at the start of the day has resulted in far fewer missed appointments, double books, or lost tasks. I've had the unfortunate experience of having direct proof of that on days when I skip that part of the morning routine, when once again I will say, wait, wait, that was today? So the real benefit of Timeo is peace of mind. What sets it apart from the other scheduling apps I've tried is the granular notification setup. Now I have a, a picture of the screen for notifications on there. You can be notified before an activity at any number of minutes you want to set. You can be set up when an activity starts, you can be notified halfway through the activity, when an activity is finished. Before a routine, when a routine starts, halfway through the activities, when the activity and the routine changes, when the routine is finished. Yeah, you can decide one, all, or any of those. It is, it turns out, is exactly what I need to keep on track during the day. I have it ping me five minutes before an appointment and at the start of the appointment, halfway through the appointment and five minutes before the end. And that has finally resulted in my time feeling elastic enough to actually get done what I need or want to get done. I don't worry, well, I don't worry as much about being late. I'm able to handle meetings with more grace by having an alert when my time is half gone and when I should be wrapping up. Also, if I happen to be off in some kind of a rabbit hole hyper focus that is not necessarily directly related to what I should be doing right then, that halfway point brings me back and gives me a chance to focus. Tymo becomes literally my time site, letting me know where I'm at in my day in case I really can't tell. Now, this is the part where I have to say, when I wrote this article, this was true. However, when I knew I was going to do this particular podcast, And I have, I'll be honest, I had not been using TimeO for the last, oh, month or so. I reinstalled it on my phone to see if they changed things. And it's possible that this is fixed. I haven't used it long enough again to check and see, but it is possible. So here's what happened before. I said, it's not perfect. Within the Apple ecosystem, at least, there's a few issues here and there. Most annoying was the way that it syncs up with my watch. For whatever reason, when I make a change in the phone app during the day, it doesn't automatically sync to my watch. I have to do it manually. Worse, even after it does sync to my watch app, it doesn't sync to whatever complication, which is Apple Watch speak for little graphic indicator on the regular watch face that I've chosen, unless I change the complication back and forth. Which means I have this annoying little ritual of turning it on, opening it up, switching the complication. I, I go through the steps, and it's it's honestly it's not um, it's Byzantine, but it's no more than what you might use for any kind of scheduling app or things like that. I mean, keep in mind we used to have to wind our watches or pull them out of pockets so they had to change and open them up in order to know the time. It's tedious but I believe it may be fixed. I have been using Tymo on my watch more. And at the time of this recording, I'm going to pull it up and take a look. Yes, it is in fact completely uh, synced up with my phone. And I did not have to go through all that rigmarole that I did back when I first wrote this article. So it is possible that Tymo might need to become, once again, an active part of my everyday routine. Now, I think, as I put it, Timo is worth a try Mo. I'm not affiliated with the app or the developers in any way, as I said, so I don't get any benefit from you trying it out. And you can find it at App. that's T-I-I-M-O-A-P-P dot com. Especially if you struggle with your sense of timeliness or just want a more visual way to see your days, I highly recommend it. It has made a tangible improvement to my days, my work, and most of all, to my frustrating and wonderful brain. Now, the postscript to this is that it may seem weird that I'm giving a, uh, a review of a app that I don't actually use at the moment. Uh, I feel better about that in that I have seen many ADHD uh, pundits or, or people that do lots of video things like that. They will... Uh, be sponsored by several different kinds of uh, scheduling softwares and things like that. And I'm always like, "Hmm, weren't you doing Sansama just the other day?" And now you're talking about llama life. I mean, what's going on here? But, um, but what I will say is that it's okay. Uh, it was it was wonderful for a while. And like happens with ADHD people, you like, go, oh, oh, you know what? This just isn't isn't really doing it for me anymore. Or you go you know, I think I can handle life without this. And that's usually, you know, that's in the filed under lies we tell ourselves. I do recommend you give the app a try, take a look at it. I can say they've improved it. They've also added, like, you know, everything else these days, it has an AI. Uh, And I actually asked the AI to give me a end of day review routine and it did a pretty good job. Um, So, you know, it may be handy for various things. Uh, If you do try it out, or if you are an active user, please do let me know. Uh, You can always reach me at gray at ADHDopen.space. Gray is spelled with an A. And now here is the really exciting news. You may have listened to a podcast recently and heard me say that on November 15th at noon, early registration, early bird registration for the ADHD open space would open. Well, guess what? I lied. Well, I, I I guess it was close to noon on the left coast. Um, but while it was not at noon, it was done. And if you go to ADHDopen.space right now, you will see a button where you can click and register. And if you do get one of the early bird registrations, and I go through Square, so I make sure that, you know, we have all things are done um, if you do register early, you'll save $10 on the regular registration, which opens on December 1st. So if you have been listening to these podcasts and you're like, yes, this is for me, please go ahead and register. I will be very excited when I see the first person register on that that um, platform. If uh, you're not sure yet, just keep listening. Keep reading. You know, I'm here to do this stuff and... Hey, who knows, if you want to wait and see how it goes and hear about it later and hear about all the fun stuff you missed, we'll do that too. Meanwhile, I just want to say thank you for listening. I had my first person today in a networking event come up and say uh, congratulations on the podcast and the writing, which is really nice. Holly, I appreciated that little bit of encouragement. And in the meantime, I will see you all later. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the ADHD Open Space podcast. Again, my name is Gray Miller. If you have any comments or questions about the show, you can feel free to leave them on the podcast page at adhdos.substack.com forward slash podcast. Or you can email me directly, gray, G-R-A-Y, at adhdopen.space. The background music for the intro and outro are from pixabay.com and are called Funny Days Together by Background Music Lab, used under a YouTube content ID license.